friends. Welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide podcast. On today's episode, I want to demystify self-care. What does that look like? What does it mean? And what are some tips and tricks that you can implement into your life so you can actually relax? This is episode 61. Welcome to the Musician's Guide to Being Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. Every week, we have music industry professionals and top performers share their insights on thriving as a modern musician. Whether you're a recent grad or high-profile artist, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Karen Kubides, CEO of Kubides Artist Services, marketing and management consultant, educator, and professional saxophonist based in Nashville, Tennessee. Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, I want to talk about self-care and more importantly, demystifying self-care. Um, for the last, I don't know, six to eight months of my life, I've been really focusing on what self-care is, what that means, and how to do more of it. Um, it's also become kind of a mainstream thing in the whole wellness umbrella in our industry. And you know, everybody talks about self-care, self-love, all of these things, which are absolutely valuable. But um, Specifically for the male demographic, I would love to just demystify what that looks like. Um, so at first, I thought that self-care was, you know, getting massages and facials and going to the salt cave and, you know, doing face masks and drinking wine and, you know, whatever the mainstream media tells us that self-care should be. But upon further research and actually going to a self-care workshop myself, um, I discovered that there's so much more intricacy to what that looks like. Um, the first thing that I learned was that self-care looks different for different people. And that makes sense, duh. But given, you know, social media and whatever, I feel like I thought there was only one way to do it. But in reality, self-care and refueling your body varies from person to person, whether it be the job that they do, their idiosyncrasies, um, their personality types, all of that kind of plays into the kind of self-care that is most relaxing and actually effective. Um, one of the things that I would recommend as you kind of figure out what self-care looks like for you is to kind of just take inventory of your week, take inventory of the kind of work that you do, um, and take stock in both the, the physical, the mental, and also the spiritual component of this. Um, you guys are hearing me talk a lot about body, mind, spirit, um, this has, of course, originated from my own research, but also partnering with Jeremy Wilson and his Body, Mind, Spirit series. It's been so powerful to see what that kind of connection can do to a high performance situation and just even, you know, a, a professional musician. Um, so the first component to that is checking in on a weekly basis with your body. Like, where is your movement in your body? Um, how much activity are you doing for your job physically as a part of exercise or just your day-to-day -day commuting? Um, and just take inventory of that, how much time that looks like, um, what it actually entails. Um, you know, it's been very different for me in different seasons. Like when I lived in Boston, there was definitely a lot of walking, a lot of train commuting time. Um, there was a lot of exercise as well. Um, but there was also a lot of chronic pain that I had no idea about. So just kind of really having what I like to call a come to Jesus as far as like what your physical body looks like and feels um, as far as what you do on a daily basis. The next thing that I would take stock on is what activities do you do in your day to day that are draining, both emotionally, um, physically, spiritually draining, um, whether it be, you know, you're more of an introvert and your job requires you to talk to people on the regular, like how much of that robs your energy or feels soul sucking at the end of your week. 
Um, and then the next thing that I would evaluate is, you know, what are your practices for relaxation? Are you just working, working, working? And I know as an entrepreneur and an artist, like it's, I love my job and I love my work. So I, I don't even view it as work. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I love what I do. Um, but just really taking inventory on what it is that brings you joy. And if you were to step away from music, what other things um, are feeling to you and exciting? Um, as a life coach, I've am continually reminded that you can't give out of an empty cup. And it really is our job and our responsibility to take ownership of our both mental health, also our physical body, and just making sure that we are full before we give to others. Um, It's absolutely going to improve your performance and your work if you are taking care of yourself. So that's the first thing. I'd love for everyone to just take inventory of what that looks like. Um, And a lot of the questions that I get from my clients are, okay, well, I watch, you know, a show on Netflix and I hang out with my girlfriends and I do this kind of stuff. Like that's self-care for me and that feels awesome, but they're still overwhelmed. They still have tremendous amounts of anxiety and they don't know where it's coming. That's the kind of question that I would ask myself, like, is watching Netflix actually relaxing for you or is it a numbing agent? Just like scrolling on Instagram. I find myself sometimes just aimlessly scrolling. I don't even know what I'm looking at, but I'm anxious. So just kind of developing that awareness is something that my self-care, self-care practice has done for me. So I want to encourage you to kind of just look and see, are the activities that you're saying are relaxing? Are they actually relaxing? Um, For me, self-care looks like quiet time. Um, I am an extrovert. I do talk to people. I have so much energy, but I don't often feel my feelings on the regular. And for me, just taking time on a weekly basis to just sit down with my journal, um, the practice of gratitude has been really helpful and just kind of take inventory of my life, my feelings, my emotions. You know, if something hurt my feelings or if something didn't sit well with me, I kind of have that moment to just let it out and figure it out. Um, I also recommend having some planned meltdowns, which I know sounds really crazy, but, um, it's been really liberating to give myself permission to just not be okay for at least an hour every single week. Um, that becomes a part of my self-care practice. Um, other clients of mine have found that outdoor activities are really important, you know, going on hikes, things like that. Um, and I really recommend that day off notion. I know it's really hard, especially as students and in the season of the year that we're in right now, but even if it's just a couple hours every single week where you just kind of do things that you want to do for yourself, no agenda, no productivity or anything, just that bring you joy, that fulfill you, um, that make you feel like you're on the right path and just kind of fill your heart. Um, that is what self-care should look like. So I would encourage you guys to just be aware, um, that is everything. Awareness is everything. And it's taken me months and months and months to figure out what feels right. Um, and you know, I'm I'm still in that process of figuring out what self-care looks like, but just know that it doesn't have to cost you money. It doesn't have to be a major time suck. Um, it's just something that you do for yourself to recenter yourself, to be realigned with your vision, with what you're wanting to do, to give your body an opportunity to rest and to be creative. I cannot stress it enough. The more I rest, the more I take care of my body, the more I'm still and quiet and just calm, the better ideas I get, the better I get at my job, um, the the more fun I am to be around, um, the more rational I've become. So I definitely want to encourage that that stillness and that self-care time and just know that as long as it works for you, that's all that matters. It doesn't have to look a certain way. It's not a gender thing. It's not like women need to do it. Everybody needs to do this. Mm-hmm.